Before we start today's normal show, we just wanted to take the time to acknowledge the current unrest that's going on in this country. Regardless of political affiliation, I think we can all recognize that we need to do better as a country and we need to help support police reform. We have a silly movie podcast, so we don't want to sit here and preach to you, but we would be remiss if we didn't take this chance to recognize the gross injustice faced by black Americans. And as a podcast group, we fully believe that black lives do matter and we do support the black community and George Floyd's family. And if you'd like to help out, you can donate to the Memorial Fund for George Floyd set up by his family. They have a GoFundMe account. You can donate to the Know Your Rights Camp, and you can donate to the National Bail Fund to help arrested protesters get out of jail. Now, we hope you enjoy Robin Hood, Men in Tights. All right, go ahead. Good morrow. Welcome, Abbott. Good morrow. Hey, Abbott! I hate that guy. And run the theme. If you want a movie review, look no further than these dudes. You got real buzz route on the mic. You got cannabis keen and he's all right. Caitlin is giving all she can give and Calvin doesn't even know where he is. This is real buzz takes with the real buzz crew. Welcome to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzz crew, and we review the best of the worst for you. I'm Real Buzz Rob. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. <laughs> and to my left, we have a resident medical expert and mom of the pod, Caitlin Woodson. Say hello, Caitlin. You know bees and dogs can smell fear? <laughs> That's, that one is appropriate, I think. <laughs> yeah, this is a weird fact. It's like the anaconda sex ball. Yeah, anaconda <laughs> sex ball. By the way, I am jamming to that new intro. I like it. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's what we. That's why we got it done. And to my adjacent, we have Keenan, aka Keenan the Cannibal, aka Cannabis Keenan, aka Keenan the Barbarian, Keenan Robertson. Can you get an STD from a polar bear? <laughs> you can. You can. Hello, everybody. <laughs> And, all right, let's go ahead and get this party started. Yeah, let's fucking rage. The uh, movie we are doing today is uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Tights. Tight tights. Uh, Release date was 7-28-1993, directed by Mel Brooks. Before this, Mel Brooks, obviously known for Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein, the producers, pretty big hits. Spaceballs. Spaceballs, yep, and Spaceballs. After this, he did one movie uh, called Dracula Dead and Loving It. Never saw it. Oh, shit. Uh, did that have Le- Leslie Nielsen in it, maybe? Uh, yeah, I think it did. I feel like I've seen the cover of that uh, movie a couple <laughs> he times. He is on the cover. Yeah. He must be Dracula. Yeah. Never saw the movie, though. I've seen the cover of the VHS tape. Exactly. Like <laughs> Blockbuster back in the Disney. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> Cast for this movie was Carrie Elwes as Robin Hood, Richard Lewis as Prince John, Roger Reese, Sheriff of Rottingham, Amy Yazbek as Maid Marian, honorable mention to Dave Chappelle as a Chew, Isaac Hayes as a Sneeze, mm-hmm. uh, Megan Kavanaugh as Broomhilda, Patrick Stewart as King Richard, and Mel Brooks as Rabbi Tuckman. I think you should have put Dave Chappelle in the main cast. I felt like he wasn't, we do four, and he wasn't a main four. He was eh. definitely in the movie as much as King John, I think. I, people probably don't want to hear us do five. Who was the fourth you did? So you did Rottingham, Prince John, Robin Hood and Maid Marian. All right. I'm fine that's with valid. that. That's valid. All right. That's valid. Carrie Elwes. That's how you say his name, right? Oh, fuck if I know. Elwes. Elwes. He was from England, so I don't know how they is say Is he really it. from England? Yeah, he was born in mm-hmm. London. Oh, okay. 
Well, that's why you can do an English accent then, I guess, huh? Uh, which, moot you point. You mean his actual accent? Yes, yes. <laughs> moot point, because during, I mean, it's irrelevant, really, but during the uh, the time this movie was, what did they say, the 10th century or 12th century? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The English language was not in existence yet. Yeah, they still spoke French. Yeah, likely would have been French or German. Really? It's neither here nor there. It wasn't even Old English? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Old English was like a hybrid. Yeah. Well, I know it wouldn't have sounded like Shakespeare time and shit. They wouldn't understand what we were saying at all. So, so Carrie was before this known for Glory, that Civil War movie with Denzel and Morgan Freeman. Movie. Matthew Broderick. Oh yeah, and and Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Yeah. Good movie. Days of Thunder, uh, Hot Shots, the and the Princess Bride. I think Princess is Bride. The, the movie that people most associate him with. The Dread Pirate Roberts. The you Dread mean Pirate the Roberts. Exact same character that he played in this movie. They're similar. Yeah, they're they're similar. similar. Yeah, they are actually similar. I think he definitely channeled uh, the the Dread Pirate for this role. How? His what year did Wesley. that come out in? That was 80s, 1987. I guess, huh? Okay. All right. He's good in that. That's a good movie. West- Anybody want a peanut? Wesley. <laughs> was that um, uh, Andre the Giant? Anybody want a peanut? Yeah. Uh, after this, he's known for <laughs> Twister, Liar Liar, and Saw. Twister. He was the bad guy in Twister, which I really feel like, hurt my heart. Nah, he's J- Dr. Jonas. He wasn't really a bad guy. He was just kind of a dick. He was a douche for sure. And in Liar Liar, he's a douche too. Uh, it's playing Jim Carrey's <laughs> rival, I guess. Oh, you're afraid of the claw? <laughs> he does his little version. The of claw! Gary <laughs> <laughs> Elway's version of it's real bad, though. <laughs> yeah, really, really terrible. Yeah. Richard Lewis, before this, I recognize nothing he was in. Yeah, well, I'm, I've been waiting for this, so. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things. I didn't write them down because I didn't recognize him, and no one else is going to either. After this, he's known for Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think that's the real thing I knew him from. Oh, yeah. Leaving Las Vegas, he has a very small role in that at the beginning. That's that's the movie that Nick Cage won the Oscar for. Yeah, I should see it. I haven't. And a lot of TV work. Yeah, well, by the time that I saw him on Curb Your Enthusiasm, like when I started watching Curb, I thought it was cooler seeing Richard Lewis than Larry David because I didn't know who the fuck Larry David was. But I had watched this movie so much growing up that I was like, oh, that's fucking Prince John. In reality, Larry David is far, far, far oh, yeah. here and better than Richard well, Lewis. Well, it's my opinions have changed. Yeah, when I was first watching Curb, I was like, oh, shit, that's Robin Hood Men in Tights. Larry David's a genius. <laughs> and there's a lot of Larry David in Richard Lewis's performance here. Yep. It's a good change. That's a good change. Good change. Uh, uh, before the mic heated up, Caitlin and I were talking, and she was saying something about how she, since she's fostered six kids, she's like, I tell people I've had six kids. I'm like, that's a lot of kids. <laughs> that's a lot of kids. Yeah, Bru- with, with no context, people look at me kind of weird. They're like, six children? Aren't you You don't sure? look old enough. <laughs> Are you like a sex tuplet mom? Your bodies looks great for having six kids. That's what you should you should be like. Yeah, I had six kids the same year. That bitch had eight kids, so I didn't make the news. <laughs> oh, are you talking about the Octomom? Yeah, yeah. I was a sex tuplet mom. Cooler fucking name too. If we're gonna go there, she didn't exactly have the best trajectory. She ended up doing porn to pay the bills. Yeah, yeah. They so, have- but here's the thing. Make that money, honey. Pay the bills however you got to. Oh, I'm not judging her. You know what she should have done is made a porno called uh, Octomom and the Seven Dwarves and bang seven midgets. Uh, yeah, that's a great idea. I'll, this has gone off the rails. I'll, I'll green light that. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds funny to me. <laughs> Roger Reese. Before this, recurring spot on Cheers. The only thing I recognized. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll keep going. After this, he's known for being in The Rock's debut, The Scorpion King, mm. the Pink Panther movies, and Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties. What the heck was he in in The Scorpion King? I, I don't know. know. I haven't seen that since... Uh, junior days, high. But, oh, yeah. I own it on DVD. The first date I ever went on 
was to see the Scorpion King. Really? I love that movie. 100%. I used to play the video game a lot. I remember There was that. a video game? Yeah. That's was back it awesome? when they made licensed video games. It wasn't that good. Uh-huh. Amy, Amy Yazbek. Before this, she's known for the Problem Child movies. She uh, she plays John Ritter's love interest in both movies. She has, I think, what she's most well-known for is her recurring role on Wings that I wasn't familiar with, but she did a lot of episodes and seasons of Wings. She was in Pretty Woman. And then after this, I remember it was Peggy Brandt in The Mask. Oh, I, I haven't seen The Mask. That reporter time. that ends up betraying him at the end. I, I'll need to see that movie again. I remember Cameron Diaz from The Mask. but Yep. Peggy, she was Peggy Brandt. And then lots of TV work. And She's funny in this. I like her voice. Yeah. It makes me laugh. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, to Robin. Robin. Her singing that song, too. At the, I, I like how they made this a musical. I'm sure we'll get into it. But the, the musical elements of this really made me laugh every fucking time. No one used their actual voice, obviously. Right. That wasn't, yeah. I think that was part of the joke. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. Let's do net worths. Two chains. We'll start with Carrie Elwes. Oh, people aren't going to like those mouth noises I just made there. Uh, we'll, we'll go with $25 million. Okay. I was going to hit 37. Eight. Eight. Bummer. Uh, Eight million. He's so cool. I think he's a, little, bride, man. he's a little undervalued in my I opinion. I believe so. Yeah. He's I got, guess he hasn't done shit really. He's still got $8 million. I mean, $8 million is a lot of money. Yeah. Richard Lewis. I'd like $800 at this point. Fuck. $7 million. Uh, Lewis, uh, I'll go 15. 7 million on the nose. Hey. Way to go. Appropriate only because of Curb. Yeah. He, I would oh, say man, over. He looks so old now, too. I, he Curb. is really old. Yeah, I guess this movie was 30 <laughs> years ago young. almost. but uh, Yeah, 91. This movie's, this movie's older than me. He Yeah, he looked uh, very young in this. And watching him on Curb this last season, it's like he is on his last leg, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, I think he's got to be... Uh, Mid seventies, I'd say so. Maybe upper. I don't know. I haven't checked. Roger Reese, one point five. Oh uh, no, he's going to be somewhere between. He's going to be one of those ranges on Google. Seven hundred thousand. <laughs> it's a really good call, Keenan. According <laughs> to the internet, one to five million. Yeah, <laughs> he's one of those guys. Appropriately valued. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Anywhere nope. from one to five, I'm good. You know, if I was on the internet though, I, that's what how I'd want to be too. Yeah, it's somewhere in a range. May, leave of, it a mystery. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And finally, Amy Hasbeck. Again, in a range. Um, okay. $500,000. million. $12 million. What? She's worth the most? I got to think that comes from Wing Syndication. I guess so. I don't know where else that comes from. Who? I don't even know who this person is. Yeah, I, I really only know her from this. Oh, I know. She's so happy to have $12 million. Bitch, I'd be happy to have $1 million. All right, and moving on. Specs and details. Specs and deets. Runtime on this film was 104 minutes. Perfect. Yeah, it's around 90 minutes. Pretty good. Dude. Perfection. I got to say, so the first time I had to pause it, it was, I paused it, it was 45 minutes in, and I was surprised that I was already 45 minutes in, because it was just good. So it's the by. opposite of how yeah, you usually was, feel. It was just so much fun. I was like, damn, I only have an hour left of this now? So I, I really enjoyed this movie. Budget on this film was $20 million. It seems high. Opened at no, I think that they, there was a lot of special effects in this movie. I guess a lot of scenery too. Yeah, yeah. The, the sets were nice. Mm-hmm. Opened at six point eight million, grossed thirty five million. So this movie made money. It did well. Yeah. Plot keywords: number one, spoof, chastity belt. <laughs> Not on there actually. Really? Two cult director, 
three slapstick comedy, four African American. <laughs> I guess that's for Dave and <laughs> Isaac. Dave. Yeah. A black sheriff. Yeah. Worked in blazing saddles. Number five, Jewish stereotype. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's when he first meets. Uh, when Robin's introducing Blinken to a Jew. He said a Jew. A Jew here. <laughs> no, a Jew. A Jew, man. It's my name. See, that's why I think um, Brooks can get away with that kind of stuff because he's very much outwardly Jewish. Oh, yeah. By the time he comes in as Friar Tuckman or No, whatever. he's Rabbi Tuck. Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Tuck. Yeah. I mean, that's so funny. We'll give a schnicket. <laughs> ah, I'm Robin Hood, and these are my band of merry men. Oh, Fegulous? No, just Mary. We're, no, we're straight. Shape. Just Mary. Just Mary. <laughs> uh, tagline. One tagline. Pretty good. The legend had it coming. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's pretty I good. I like it. That's good. All right. It's time for the Canopsis. Give us your Canopsis Cannabis Keenan. All right. Um, here we go. Mel Brooks proves why he is the king of parody yet again with Robin Hood men in tights. This brilliant lampoon of Robin Hood Prince of Thieves is nothing short of excellent, and it is sure to have you laughing hysterically while you proclaim Carrie Elwes the best Robin Hood of all time. Featuring a young Dave Chappelle making his film debut, there's really not much more you can ask for. Even Abraham Lincoln wants you to watch Robin Hood men in tights. Per usual, very nice. Thank you. No jokes to be had in that one. I can't talk no shit or nothing. I just, I enjoy this movie. So. Yeah. Mel Brooks did a good job. He did. Now, moving on for the Real Buzz Rundown. This is the part of the podcast where we give our opinions, what we change, what we wouldn't change, what we liked, what we disliked. Give me anything and everything. Caitlin. I have a feeling this is going to be the shortest one of these yet for all of us collectively because it's one of those middle of the road movies. You don't hate it. It's not your favorite movie, but it's an enjoyable watch. Um... It gave me very Monty Python vibes. Yeah, I, I agree. I wrote that down. It's very Monty Python-esque. Mm-hmm. Gave me lots of Monty Python vibes. Um, I love that uh, King John's mole moved every scene. It was yeah. very distracting. And he didn't even know he had one. Yeah. That's, that's the best part of the joke. Forgive me for asking, sir, but wasn't your mole on the other side the other day? What mole? I have a mole. <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. Um, I liked Dave Chappelle. I thought he was pretty funny. Um, I did too. I think that's your hot take, Robin. My hot take, I, I did not think Dave Chappelle was funny in this movie. I also just don't think he was built for movies. No, I disagree with that. He's really funny in that Martin Lawrence picture. Um, Blue Streak. Blue Streak. He's very funny in Half-Baked. That's a cult movie that's vastly underrated. See, I, well, I think he's very funny but in But he this also too, helped so. write Half-Baked. True. Yeah. And I think, th- I don't think this was necessarily a role that was written for him. It was just, he... They put him into the role. Yeah, he was up and coming at the time. Or yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't seem like something he would do nowadays. No. Oh, my gosh. No, no. He, he's it's strictly stand-up, I think. I'm no. sure he no. looks back on that movie and goes, what was I thinking? Well, yeah. he's so philosophical now, and he puts so much effort into his stand-up, and it's so good. I just don't see – he doesn't need to do movies. He probably doesn't well, have no. time. No. Well, I'd, I'd find it funny, though, like, watching him do – when they're doing singing and dancing the Men in Tight song, like, uh-huh. watching Dave Chappelle's part of that. Like, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. It shit. was really funny. Yeah, that's fucking Dave it Chappelle, man. It looks so out of place. Yeah. He's doing, we may look like Nancy's or whatever. Yeah. He's, he's doing <laughs> he's all this like, stuff. He's like, fucking Dave Chappelle, man. And he's, like, the coolest guy on the block now. He's just yeah. dancing in tights. It, he's genius level of – Mel Brooks, so it's fun. I, I think they're probably both at genius level comedy. Yeah, I, I think I they work well. Newer specials, but you oh, have oh, they're fantastic. I've seen some of them, but I haven't seen them all. I think if Mel Brooks had written the role specifically with him in mind, the jokes may have been different. 
had you know had he known who Dave Chappelle was at exactly that time, exactly. Um, because a lot of a lot of the the jokes based around Dave Chappelle were the fact that he was black, and I think if you let Dave Chappelle write those, I don't know that he didn't, but if he didn't, he should have because they would have been agree. way funnier. I agree. Yeah. Um, my favorite joke was the the creek. <laughs> Got to pay the toll to go over the bridge. Just like this literal like six inches wide of water. This ain't the Mississippi. A toe is a toe, exactly. and a row is a row. We don't get no toes. We don't get no rows. I made that up. I made that up myself. <laughs> Look, I'm on this side of the river. Now I'm on this side. <laughs> I'm on the east bank. I'm on now the west, west bank. bank. This ain't exactly the Mississippi. Um, what else? I just rolled my eyes at several parts of this movie, like the cha- it's, it's like the key, one of those kind of like things. the key flying into the chastity belt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're my true love because it's going to fit perfectly. It's a perfect oh. fit. Oh. It does unlock the key to the greatest treasure in all the land. It's just <laughs> the right size. Yeah. It's not about the size. It's how you use it. Josh leans over. He goes, they're talking about a penis, not the key. I go, thanks. <laughs> I've got that one on my own. Subtext. <laughs> the MPAA would call that a suggestive theme. There you go. Um, and I liked Blinken always fighting inanimate objects. Yeah, that's funny. Sounds like we're winning, sir. <laughs> Fight the fucking <laughs> tree. Blinken, I think, is the best part of this movie. That actor, I obviously, I think... He's not really the, blind. The, right. The blocking, <laughs> but he committed. The blocking yeah, he was done so well that he was constantly looking in the exact opposite direction he should have been looking yeah. in. And it was so funny. He you, he never let that up. It, he was so committed to doing it. And I think he's the funniest part of this movie. There was a part I had never recognized before. I think it's when um, Robin's meeting Little John and all them and Blinken's back by the horses. And he's like, over there, there's Blinken. And Blinken turns the opposite way. Like, he's already facing him, <laughs> he, but he, he waves turns the, the other way. way and waves. Yeah, so I had never noticed that before. That's good blocking, like you were saying. And I don't know <laughs> if the actor did that himself or if Mel Brooks was strict about the blocking in the script. I, I, I assume he was strict about the blocking Yeah, in the I'm sure he told me. Mel Brooks is be real funny if creative he did this. genius, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, like I said, uh, real Princess Bride vibes, real Monty Python vibes. I liked it. I like Monty Python. This very simple comedy. I felt like I could, you know, fold some laundry and still follow the plot and enjoy the movie. Yeah. Which is what I did. There you go. All right. Thank you, Caitlin. Moving on. Keenan, we'll start with you. Well, I guess you're going second now, so (laughs) I'll I'll just go fuck myself. Oh, man. So I, I do actually have uh, a couple pages worth of notes here, but we'll see Good. We'll see how much I get through because a lot of them are pages? actually quotes. Yeah, pages? and it's not like, I mean, they're not like full fucking oh pages. I'm not worried about it, man. We're, we're only 18 minutes in. 18 minutes in, all right. We usually go, these usually minimum go an hour. So, yeah, go go ahead. It's because it's a good movie. Yeah, well, I so I first saw this probably four or five, six years old, something like that. Like, I was young, for sure. Um, I remember my friends, or friends of my parents had this movie and uh, went over, watched it with their kids on their VHS, and I asked if I could borrow it and just never gave it back. So, <laughs> in a sense, I robbed from the rich and gave to myself there. So, I was like a young little Robin Hood, you know, uh, watching the movie. Okay. I didn't, I didn't end up, well, maybe I donated the VHS to the Salvation Army later on. Who knows? I don't know what happened to that VHS, but. Well, I mean, no one's used a VHS since 1990. 19- since Nam. Yeah, since Nam, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, the last time I used a VHS, I was actually talking about this yesterday. Uh, you remember those TVs that had the VHS players built in? Yeah, they were the built-in ones. Yeah, I had a Benny Hill tape I wanted to watch. Uh, What's a Benny Hill and tape? it got stuck. Yeah, it, got, it ate all the tape out of it. Benny Hill, was uh, 
he was sketch comedy in Britain back in the day. He was real raunchy. Just funny shit, but uh, okay. Anyway, that it happened ate to our the Austin Powers yeah. VHS. It was very sad. Yeah. So, did you ever get a pornography tape on VHS? No. I think no, I had. No. I think I found one. And so I, you didn't get it. You found one. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember how I got it, but I remember thinking, yeah, that I mean, I'm. That, it, it's weird to think I'm that old that now we have the internet. Yeah, absolutely. And well, it's just so readily accessible to think that at one point. I had a VHS with the same three scenes. Yeah. <laughs> the variety was limited. Absolutely. Well, it, there's still like porn DVD shops all, all over the place, I guess. I don't get that. I, I don't either. I uh, was tearing all the ceiling out of my basement and had eight porn VHSs fall on my head. That's awesome. So with, mm. from the prior owners? Yeah. Nice. Also. Uh, no, it was from Josh. He just put so, him up there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's masturbating like a pilgrim. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they are. I'll have to take a picture of him, send it to you oh, guys. Oh, bring him by. Uh, <laughs> we'll put him on the set. They're a little moldy, um, so I don't think the tape would work. But do you they think are in. If there were any that were in good shape, do you think they'd ever be collectible like old porn mags? Maybe. Well, that's funny. So I found some old porn mags as well when the furnace got replaced. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pouring Jesus. all over this house. <laughs> Why is it? These <laughs> no, people no. are so elaborately hiding their no, stash. No. And then uh, a couple weeks after I found the VHSs, I found a letter for the guy to go to court for solicitation charges. Jesus Christ. Was this guy like an incel? No, he was married to the. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> What's an incel? Involuntary celibate. Oh. It's basically. A they didn't really have like a name for sex addiction back then, but I assume that's what this guy had. Yeah. No, you can't. You've never heard of incels? Yeah. It's it's the kids who shoot up schools. Yeah, the people who are really pissed off. They're actually just really pissed off that women won't have sex with them because they're such assholes that women won't have sex with them. Oh, okay. But they think it's everyone else's but fault. But they, they blame everyone else. It's it's not their fault. Oh, okay. There's, a, there's a doc on Netflix. You, I'll, I'll, we'll get to it. Anyways, okay. that was the story of my porn house. All right. Well, <laughs> we needed to add some more time, so that's good. <laughs> that's good content right there. Um, I, and by the way, I do have a... I have some Playboy magazines in a bathroom at my house. Like, uh, it's reading material on the top of the toilet, you in, know? in college, I used to... I didn't subscribe, but I bought one every, every month and put it on the back of my toilet. That's It's on the back of my toilet. It's, yeah. it's my dad's old Playboys. He used to get the covers for <laughs> the people he wanted to see naked, I guess. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, after he passed, my brother and I uh, divided those up. between ourselves. So what else am I going to do with them? He sounds like he left you the greatest treasure in all the land. That's right. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, no, I, I, but anyway, so yeah, <laughs> back to the movie, I guess. So, um, I really like the opening credits. I've always enjoyed the opening oh, where no they're, they're burning the village. Leave down. us alone, Mel Brooks. <laughs> yeah, call the fire brigade. <laughs> yeah, every time they do a Robin Hood movie, our village gets burnt down. I, I think that's fucking funny. I thought that was stupid. Oh, man. I, I laughed. Uh, and then the, the rap dancers at the beginning of the movie, I yes. fucking love too. I, I give Mel Brooks props here because he was still an older guy i mean he's ancient now but he was still an old guy 30 years ago and he kind of had the foresight to understand that that hip-hop was definitely an up-and-coming thing in culture and he used it pretty well as the the hip-hop narrators kind of explained what was going on it was cool i think he did a good it was good foresight for him yeah i said hey nani nani and a ho 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 (laughs) i'd be remiss if i didn't say that on this podcast like i'd be listening back i think you said it on the last one i said hey hey anyway um (laughs) Uh, this movie, it really showed me a lot of things, I guess, that were influential on my life or, like, sayings that I have. Because I haven't watched this in several years, but, like, I don't know, going back. So whenever they're first going into the prison and there's all the hands up and the guy, like, 
beats him away. Yeah. And then the uh, hand comes out with the middle finger. That, that was, was probably the first time I ever saw the middle finger in my life. Like, I remember being like, what's he doing there? And it, my parents being like, don't don't make that hand signal. And so. the, the maitre d' joke is really funny. Uh, the maitre yeah. d' of the prison. Yeah. I left. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, you can't sit here like this. He's got to get the beard on. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> That's right. You had the beard. It's, normally, it's a coat. The guy. <laughs> yeah, he gives him the beard. That's really good. Um, the way he goes, King? Or where is your King? King? What King? King Richard? King Louis? Larry King? Larry King? <laughs> I've always said that my whole life. Larry King? Um, so, And this is also where I learned about jaywalking. Another guy who is extraordinarily old and still doing... He does a internet show. Yeah. And it's... He's... He when he he was he set down the mic the first time for a reason. He just cognitively is not all the way there. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he's still, he's probably just got to go through the motions at this point. Like yeah, he's been doing the same shit for so long in his life. It just it, that's what's keeping him alive. Yeah. At this older point. people, the way they stay alive is by continuing to work. Yeah, giving themselves a purpose. What are you in for? Jaywalking. And the the brief bit that Isaac Hayes is in this movie, I fucking love him. Like a, a he, he bats a thousand, I think. All I hear is Chef talking to him. Yeah, well, right. it's, like, it's going to take a great feat of strength. Feat of strength? Au contraire. Now that you are here with me, what we have is great strength of feet. And then they kick the thing. I don't know. I fucking love it. And then the guy, they're trying to get the guard to go. He's like, go, go, tell them, please go. I don't know. Just his whole line delivery. Fucking Isaac Hayes. I guess it is because he's Chef probably. He but. sounds just like Chef. And I forget, why do they part ways? Because uh, he tells him to look for his son, Achu. I think they're just looking at he's going to stay in Africa or whatever. Oh, okay. And then Africa. Robin's going back to England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because let's be honest, Chef ain't swimming the 8,000 miles of ocean to get back to England. Yeah. But That's it's an approximation. It's probably not correct. It's but. the first time, too, that Robin starts giving like a little bit of a speech when people, because this keeps happening. He starts giving speeches and nobody gives a shit as he's delivering it. And so He's uh, like, will you just go? Yeah, you're he's gonna like, lose the tide. just go. You're going to miss the tide. And <laughs> I always thought that was funny. Also, the first reference to Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, is when he arrives on the beach and kisses the sand. Mm-hmm. So gross. Yeah. Can you imagine how much sand got in your mouth? And when he says, my kingdom for a horse, I always thought that that was from this movie. Once I found out it was like a Shakespeare thing, I was like, oh, Shakespeare's copying fucking Mel Brooks. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that's good. Um, I mean, yeah, now I just have a bunch of quotes. Watch my back. Your back just got punched twice. See, that's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That was so stupid. I thought it was funny. I think it's funny when they're like, uh, do you know how to do praying mantis? And then, Dave Chappelle throws a little Michael Jackson hee-hee in there. And that's definitely a Mel Brooks trademark where he acknowledges things that definitely weren't around during the time that this movie is set in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a Mel Brooks thing. Yeah, well, he's got the pump shoes up and everything. And then shortly thereafter, Blinken's got the Playboy, ye old Playboy on the the job. It's a Braille porn mag, too. Yeah. So he's just, like, feeling the tits. And right after that, Master Robin, you're home from the war. Oh, you lost your arms and bow. (laughs) He got a great nice. set of boobs. <laughs> nice boobs out. Uh, so yeah, that's that's all funny. Um, then when he's telling him, he's like, "Oh, your father wanted me to give you this. It's the key to the greatest <laughs> treasure in all the land. May I keep it? <laughs> May I keep it? No, Blinken. I think I'll take that. I think I should respect my father's wishes. Yeah. Um, so share one question I do have for you though, because we did just watch Prince of Thieves. Um, which yeah, we're releasing we're these. This. We're li- back to back. Right. So. Um, a lot of the parody, you can see directly where it came from, but I'm wondering where the 
like dyslexia came from for Sheriff of Riding I just think that's, that's something kooky Mel Brooks cooked up. And it, it, that was one of the funnier uh, bits in the movie. Yeah. That's I, not even dyslexia. That's a straight up, he's having a stroke yeah, every he time just, he speaks. Yeah. Like. At first I thought, because the very first time he sees him, he's like, he dared to kill a deer or he dared to kill a dare, whatever. He dared to kill a king's dare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought that they were doing it to make fun of Alan Rickman's like over theatrical acting. But then it just gets too ridiculous. I don't think that's what they were intending to do. But Pro- maybe, I don't know. Props to, uh, what was his name? The guy who played him. He was uh, Reese, was his last Richard name. Richard Reese or something. Richard Can you Roger imagine Reese? having to deliver those lines? Yes, he, that's did what a, I'm saying. he did a great job of delivering those jumbled lines. It was very funny. Yeah, he was great with that. He actually, he's one of the best parts of the movie, I think. Uh, the bad news in a good way. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, Robin of Loxley's back and he hates you. What are you, nuts? (laughs) It's terrible news. You said to get the bad news in a good way. Well, Uh, so, and I also think Richard Lewis channels uh, Gene Wilder, oddly, a little bit during some of these scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Just the way he yells. wasn't really doing shit in the night. He hasn't done shit in a while, right? The last thing I remember Gene Wilder doing was a string of films with um, Richard Pryor. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He did do some movies with Richard Pryor. Very funny movies. Gene the the best one is the one where... He died four years ago. Yeah, he, well, well, I, yeah, I, yeah. But he, he kind of stopped he, acting by the 70s, 80s, I feel like. Uh, late 80s. Late 80s. But I feel I think they that his family came out and said he had like a stroke uh, at one point, and that's why he wasn't acting. I do kind of remember that. Elon Musk lives in his old house. Elon Musk can suck a dick. And the... So it was at, in the agreement when he purchased the house. He's not allowed to change anything that Gene did to the house. So the, cool. the house has to stay in Gene Wilder's vision, which I think is pretty cool. That is cool. And good for Elon Musk to, I guess, not change it. We'll see if he does or not. He's going to put all his enemies I in I guess. Space. How do you enforce that exactly? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He named um, his kid Bleep Bloop. So yeah. who knows? Um so, yeah, the Robbie, you and I talked last week about the character of Latrine. Um, but seeing <laughs> Latrine again, very funny. And how she's just the cook instead of uh, instead of an actual mystic or whatever. We changed it in the 9th century. You changed your name to Latrine? Yeah. Interesting name, Latrine. <laughs> changed it in the 9th century. Used to be your house. <laughs> good change. That's a good change. Good change. <laughs> oh, man. How about an eye of a newt or testicles of a newt? He's a transgender now. And he's <laughs> like, whoa. Guess he's a transsexual now. <laughs> like, oh, man. That, that was funny because tra- I didn't. transsexual is very much uh, part of our culture now. I didn't think so much it was back in 91. Yeah. Or I, maybe I, I was mean, just two and had no fucking idea. Yeah, that's probably, that's probably what it was. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I never caught that until this time watching it around. Um, yeah, the good train. We already did a toes a toe and a rose a rope. We don't get no toes. We, we don't get, get no rose. Uh, that's good stuff. And I think the river crossing scene actually is... Probably my favorite scene of the movie. It's got some of my favorite lines from the movie, for sure. I'm with, drowning. Yeah, I'm drowning. With the whole, hey, Blinken. Did you say, hey, Blinken? No, I didn't say, hey, Blinken. Man, I said, hey, Blinken. I, I <laughs> laugh at that every fucking time. Yeah, it's a great joke. Uh, this ain't exactly the Mississippi. Uh, the whole, my name's Little John, but don't let my name fool you. In real life, I'm actually quite big. I'm very big. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's good stuff. And then Will Scarlet Awera. Will Scarlet Awera. We're from Georgia. We're from Georgia. That's got some of my favorite lines. And another terrible, uh, another stupid line that Dave Chappelle has. He goes, what part of Georgia? South Central? (laughs) That's stupid. (laughs) It's not even the right. Yeah. South uh, Central's not even in Georgia. It's in L.A. Whatever. I I still laughed at it. Stupid joke. Oh, man. You're Um, a stupid joke. Whenever they go to the feast (laughs) or, um, yeah, I guess it's just the feast or whatever. Uh, Marion walks down and (laughs) 
<laughs> that might be Caitlin's first boo. Uh, I laughed at it, though. That's what matters. Uh, I had the subtitles on it. When Marion first walks down for the feast, someone goes, lovely breasts. I don't know if you noticed that, but I was like, I did not notice that. <laughs> just a You can't hear it at all. It's just in the subtitles. <laughs> lovely breasts. <laughs> like, all right. Oh, man. Um, the whole, I challenge you to a duel thing, uh, mm-hmm. and slapping them with a glove. That was definitely a thing when I was a kid that like we would do with gloves and I don't know, I guess that just came from, I don't think I ever but... did it. I mean, I understood the reference. Well, I, mean, I would do it's it with my friends. It's an actual historical thing. Okay. Do you yeah. slap them with a glove? Yes. It's a sign of disrespect. Don't, don't be dissing me, man. <laughs> yeah. Although you definitely wouldn't want an iron glove. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That would hurt. Um, and then that fight scene's. I, I've just always enjoyed that fight scene. Blinking, carving up the pole. And, <laughs> uh, the support beam. He's really giving it to him. Yeah. Ha-ha. Right rope. Because he fucks up the rope the first time or whatever. Blinken definitely, not just not just his commitment to his blocking, he just has the funniest lines and goes back on every... Like, so at one point in the movie, he catches an arrow that's going for Robin. Like, I heard that coming from a mile away. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, good job, Blinken. What? what? Is someone talking? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that part down to you. What? Who said that? Who said that? Um, also in that scene when Robin's the old man later on, he's like, he looks like Mark Twain. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, too. And he does look like Mark Twain. He does, yeah. Um, let's see. Whenever Robin does the lend me your ears, that ear that gets stuck on his, like, chest belt or whatever has bothered me every fucking time I've watched it. It's this gross. Movie. It's so gross looking. I don't know what they used for the ears that they threw, but it looks like a moldy prosthetic ears mushroom or something i don't know a moldy mushroom mushroom oh mushroom yeah um then i i got to where uh mel brooks makes his appearance and uh i thought that was great where i was in uh, figulous um but he's like uh that he directly says you prince of thieves you he's like uh it directly referencing the movie Marion yeah. Bagels. you stole her heart you prince of thieves, you. Like, ah, oh, that's good. Bagels and the... Oh, is he saying Loxley that? and Bagel. Loxley and Bagel. You can't lose. You can't miss. Uh, it's good stuff. And uh, the whole... I've, I've always said this. I've said this with my dad growing up. Uh, with the whole... We're, let's get Vishnickin. There's there's squirrels here. There's birds. We'll bless them all until we're Vishnickin. I've always enjoyed that. Yeah, very... He's good at... Oh, I guess he's probably good at Yiddish because he knows Yiddish because he's very Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's actually like far schnocket or something, but fishnicket. Fishnicket. Yeah. Um, I always enjoy it, too, whenever... So Marion learns about the plan to come and kill him, and she goes to stop him, and she's like, Robin, promise me you won't go. All right? I promise you you won't go. <laughs> oh, fuck. Cool I, it. Cool it. Yeah. Hey, Robin, man. Um... Uh, the sword behind the sheet, too, whenever he's singing, the night is young and you're so beautiful, and the way the sword goes mm-hmm. up and everyone's just like, oh, oh yeah. He, he did Prince <laughs> Super Bowl performance before Prince did. Well, yeah, maybe that's where Prince got the idea from. Uh, could be. Yeah. Men in tights, tights, tights. Um, so, yeah, just going through it here, I guess, again. Uh, the, when they're at the archery contest, it's always cracked me up how the guy's like, Ready? I'm wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> Fire! <laughs> I always really enjoyed that. This uh, podcast is ninety percent impressions today. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's all I it's got. A, that's kind of that kind of movie, though. It's it a line movie. It is. it is certainly. Yeah, there's not a lot of plot or character <laughs> development. No, um, but I can appreciate None, that they give actually. him the chop. Yeah, the tomahawk chop. I yeah. forgot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pissed off that I, I have this in my notes. I'm pissed off that FSU gets credited for that, and not the Chiefs. I'm. Don't know who came up with it first. 
we're going to go with it being the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs did. In my mind, it's the Chiefs. Yeah. Fuck Florida State Seminole Vesicles, anyway. <laughs> letter Kenny reference. That is a, that is a Letter Kenny reference. <laughs> I said Florida State Seminole Vesicles, and not one of you laughed. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty funny joke I made. Yeah, Dr. Drew says that a lot on his podcast, Dr. Drew After Dark, because everyone's like, word, is semen made in the balls? He's like, no, no made in the sperm balls. are made in the balls. Uh, semen's made in the balls. Sperm are made in the seminal vesicles. All right. That's Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew. Listen, I knew a lot of Dr. Drew there. I do, every week. Huh. All right. Learn something new today. You used to have that Coast to Coast show or whatever the fuck it was, right? Yeah. Uh, it was Love Line with Dr. Drew or yep. whatever. It's essentially kind of the same show. It's just in a podcast format. No. Sounds hilarious. Um, yeah, we did the blinking catches the arrow thing. That's funny. Um, whenever uh, Sheriff of Rottingham's trying to take him, take Marion away, and she's like, "You can have my body. I love this but line. you'll never have my mind, my heart, or my soul." Like, yes, yes, I, I respect that. Yes, I respect that. <laughs> agreed. Yeah. And then he goes, "Walk this way," and they are so this stupid, pompous thing. So stupid. Oh man, I thought that was funty. And then he's trying to jiggle her chastity belt, and she's like talking like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah. it's an everlast." Yeah. Uh, and then Richard Lewis has another great line. He's like, "Before the day is out, we're gonna have a wedding or a hanging." Either way, we ought to have a lot of fun. No, no, that, yeah, and he goes like this. Yeah. yeah. For anyone uh, who can't tell, we're wiggling our shoulders and moving our arms. Yeah. And then a uh, special shout out to, uh, fuck, now I should have wrote his name down. Dick Van Patten, I guess, though. The uh, the abbot at the end. Yes. <coughs> his, uh, that whole, good morrow, abbot. Good morrow. Abbot. Hey, abbot. I hate that guy. And then when he's doing the wedding, he's like, I will conduct the opening prayer in the new Latin. Pig Latin. <laughs> it's pig Latin. I thought that shit was funny. Amen. <laughs> uh, and then uh, my last thing is quotes from the uh, the Gallo guy, or the Gallows guy, I guess the uh, hangman. He's like, well, see about 16? 16, 16 and a half. 16 and a half. <laughs> Would you like an eye pop? How about half of one? <laughs> Would you like a blindfold? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, man. No noose is good noose. Uh, that's, that's my favorite line at the end. Well, you know what they say. No news is good news. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, overall, I just, uh, I really enjoy this movie, man. I've, I've enjoyed it my, my whole life. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I find it very funny. Can I give a quick shout-out to Sir Patrick Stewart? Yes. Yes. Hello. Robin of Loxley. Robin of Loxley. He definitely has full Scottish accent, too. Yeah, he, d- he does a good job. But then job. he switches to a regular English accent, like, a minute later. I, I also like the call the locksmith at the end. Oh, I forgot about that part. Yeah, you, you didn't quite. I see how far you made it. You made it to the. the oh, end. yeah, because if you it, keep going a little farther. <laughs> because That's right, because he can't get the chastity belt open. Yeah, so then they got to call the locksmith. <laughs> uh, the fox joke was funny. 12th century fox. Yeah, when they were getting the fox out to send the message to the village people, yeah. not the band, but the actual village people, they, it said 12th century fox, and they kind of played the theme. Yeah. Very, very Mel Brooks. Very Mel Brooks, for sure. So, yeah, watch this movie, y'all. I only have a couple other things that Are we didn't give go yourself over. a squadoosh or what? Oh, I should. Thank you. I almost reached over to hit it for him. Yeah, man. I, I like the jockeys on the camels at the beginning when he gets. That's <laughs> pretty funny. When he's freed, that they're <laughs> having a they camel race. Polo or are they racing? No, no, they're racing. Those were jockeys. Yeah, that that was funny. Five, seven, eight, five, eight, seven. I've been watching Lost again recently, so like they have the numbers four, eight, Why? 15, do you, 16, do you just want to be really frustrated again? Pretty much. Well, I yeah. Pretty much. And so uh, when those numbers came by on the camel jockeys, I was like, oh, is it 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42? It wasn't. It was 5, 8, 7. Yeah, it wasn't. 
I also never noticed this before watching it this time. I thought that was Calvin on his boat again being a douche. Uh, I, I saw him yesterday. I was uh, We were on the boat, and he was on his dock. He just has his kid. Uh, Although, that being, being a good said, father I don't stuff. know. He, he can't just, he's with his parents already. Just come over for an hour or two. Yeah, that's, that's what I did. Yeah, see? See? Calvin? Piece of shit. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> I never noticed this before this viewing of the film. I never made the connection. They changed Nottingham to Rottingham. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sheriff Rottingham. I can't roll my eyes. Rottingham. There you yeah, go. There you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, I really, really enjoyed uh, the whole choreography scene when they're doing the Men in Tight song, and Blinken is the best part of that scene. We have Little John just as, it, it's so complicated they had to, how they had to block that, just having to assist him with the choreography. He punches Will in the face, and then he punches Little John in the yeah. face at one point, and yeah, that's really good. Like you said, Blinken's so fucking good when he falls out of the tree. And A he's lot like, of slapstick <laughs> physical comedy. I can see! <laughs> I was wrong! Nope, nope, I was wrong. <laughs> and the irony of him being able to see and still running into the tree is very funny. Yes, yes. Oh, that's good stuff. I think that might be all of it. Let me see here. Uh, I, I, I said lots of jokes don't land, and Chappelle is surprisingly unfunny. Which we so, yeah, you didn't, you didn't like Dave Chappelle, huh? I didn't think he was funny. And that, that could have been a writing thing. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he... Like we said, if he yeah. would help write the jokes, it, it may have landed different. Yeah, I, and I've, I've had... This movie, his performance in this movie, like I've glorified it in my mind for so long now that no matter what he does, I was going to laugh at it this time I watched it. was also impressed by Carrie Elwes's, uh sword play. He made it look really easy, and he looked really, really skilled at it. Oh, well, yeah, he no. had a ton of training for Princess Bride. Oh, like okay. Like a ton of training for That him. makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. You're the welcome. Dread Pirate Roberts. The Dread... His name is Wesley. I had a uh, As you wish. I had a friend who I worked with at Shakespeare's when I was in college, and his name was Brian, and he always wore a bandana to work. So I just started calling him the Dread Pirate Brian. <laughs> 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 He's still to this day is in my phone. It's the Dread Pirate Brian. Uh, I actually find that pretty funny. <laughs> I find that pretty funny too. Did he get the reference? I don't know if we ever talked about it. To be honest with you, I don't remember if I knew that was the reference I was making at that time. <laughs> I really don't. You just look like a pirate, huh? Yeah. I was just like, ah, oh, the Dread Pirate Brian. Steve the Pirate. Yes. I, that, see, that's... <laughs> well, because at some point in that movie, goes, the Dread Pirate Steve be in no man's debt. I'll make a bargain with you, Drew's in our star. Oh, okay. I love that movie. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a long time. That probably wouldn't be good one, a good one for this because it's too good, though. It's too funny. Yeah, it's yeah, probably too it'd funny. It'd be all quotes, just like this one was. Exactly. Yep. All right. Do you know what time it is? What time are we at? It's, it's time, time for Tipsy Trivia. 42 minutes, 19 seconds. We're, we're doing okay. <laughs> Why you always got to make it like he's farting out more pee? Because that's what it is, man. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a glass. It makes Calvin laugh. <laughs> he's not here. <laughs> that, does, that does not mean it's funny. I do it for the listeners. <laughs> I don't know if they think it's funny either. Listeners, let us know. All right, as we do yeah. every episode, we will go over the Keep rules. Keep the fart or throw the fart away. Put it to a pool. I'll, I'll do a poll. I'll do, do a, a Facebook poll. poll. Yeah, do it. Uh, the rules of Tipsy Trivia, we have five trivia-based questions from this film. If you get more than three right, you I have to shotgun. And if you get less than three right, you have to shotgun. So we'll start with but number one. But inevitably, we'll all end up shotgunning. Consistency is key, Keenan. That's right. Number one, over under two weeks, how long did it take to prepare the shot of the guards falling down in a row? This would be during the party scene. Oh, yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Over under two weeks. Over under two weeks. Why would he ask that question 
if it's going to be, it's got to be over. It's got to be gotta over because you said two. If it was one week, it, it would, would be, be under, under probably. Or but if, it two, if it's two and a half, what it's if it probably was 10 days? over. If it was yeah. 10 days, then it would be, uh, I'm going to say over, though. I'll say over. Over. Several weeks, so I'm going to go with over. I think that's three. Okay. Well, yes. Several weeks. A few is yeah. two. Several. A is couple three, is two. Yeah, a couple two yeah. is few. A few is three. Yeah. Several is four or more. For me and you, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> three like is for me. Yeah, exactly. Ace is waterfall. Uh, number two, true or false? Mel Brooks. What did I write here? Oh, sorry. True or false? Mel Brooks breaks the fourth wall in every movie he's ever directed. Are you talking about him specifically? No, you're saying the as no. a director trademark type thing. No, I am th- thing. I am saying him specifically. Oh, I don't know how that. Well, let's say just in general. I remember Carrie Elway's doing it in this one. Uh, I think Brooks says it too. Oh well, that helps me there. I'm gonna say true. Yeah, I'm gonna go true. It is true. He does. He 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 breaks the fourth wall in every movie he directs. It's kind of one of his trademarks. That's yeah. I, I'm pretty sure history of the world. That's where he's like. It's good to be the king. True or false? Number three. Ric Flair was offered the role of Little John. Rick Flair. That's got to be true. Yeah, I feel like that's got to be true. Rick Flair era. Woo! Is that a good Rick Flair? A good that Rick was Flair. good. That was pretty good. Um, it was false. Hulk Hogan oh, was offered the role. Ah, it was one of those Hulk questions. Yeah. yeah. Got one Sorry, of those in a while. The first two were too easy. <laughs> Hulk would have been a terrible little John. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, whoever this now, guy Rick was. Now, Rick Flair would have been great. He can't even do an English accent, I don't think. Who was this little John? He's done other stuff, right? I feel like I've recognized him before, kind of. Eric Allen Kramer. He looks oh, like a wrestler. He does kind of look like a wrestler. Uh, he was funny in it. I, I enjoyed oh, Little John. I'm Actually, drowning. Quite big. <laughs> Number four, Robert Ridgely. This is 16, 16 and a half. Uh, Robert Ridgely played the hangman in this film <laughs> and one other Mel Brooks film. Which was it? Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. It was Blazing Saddles. <laughs> That's not obvious. Yeah. Uh, true or false, this was Dave Chappelle's theatrical movie debut. True. True. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this was way easy, guys. I think you all got all five right. No, we got four people. Oh, that's right. Well, we that's, the, that's why I had to throw the Hulk Hogan thing yeah, in there. Yeah, you, you had to do that. Otherwise, one. it would have been a clean sweep. But yeah. you know what? It's Memorial Day weekend. I'm going to jump in the fucking lake later, so I'll shuck it in beer anyway. I'll watch you guys do it. Dupe. Dupe. I love doing the hangman's voice. <laughs> It reminds me of the... Uh, reminds, <laughs> reminds me of the priest in uh, Princess Bride. A little bit. Malwood. I did that at my cousin's wedding. Uh, my brother did oh, it. That's a real dick move. <laughs> she asked me to speak, and I got up there, and that's the first thing I said. Oh, Malwedge. well, okay. That, that, that's not that. I, I thought, like, maybe during the ceremony, like, Malwedge! She wanted me. My to brother uh, played that part in the Princess Bride play once. Oh, that's funny. We Wait. played, like, eight parts, but that was one of them, and so he can do that speech front to back in perfect accent. It's beautiful. Keenan, was that Lori Ray's wedding? <laughs> I don't think she listens because if she did, she'd be like, why do you guys talk about me so much on this fucking podcast? Why do you guys bring her up so much? Well, I don't know. I just said my cousin. I, re- I really don't know. All right. Because they love, love her so much. I did think she was hot in high school. Was she? No. Well, I don't fucking know. She could have been. All right. Three. Wait. I'm still getting my hole, though. That's what she said. I would boo you right now if I could. No, you wouldn't. That was perfect. Don't set me up for those if you don't want me to say it. Don't set up for the psych if you always slam it home. Exactly. All right, three, two, one. Man, the hair looks magnificent while you're doing a shotgun, Keen. Uh. <laughs> for those of you who can't see us, obviously, is all of you. <laughs> 
Keenan has this beautiful hair right now. For those of you who are only listening to the podcast, (laughs) for all the listeners, let me give an update. Beautiful Uh, hair right now. We're done with Tipsy Trivia. Here's a real buzz update for you guys. Mm -hmm. I am going to be adding, uh, well, we will be adding a video component to this. Yes. Last week when I bought the camera off Amazon, I was drunk and didn't realize that the shipping address was still my apartment. I did the same thing right before you did. Yeah, so I had to uh, cancel it, and I waited to get the refund in order to because I wanted to make sure I was getting it back. See, I was really pissed off, though, because I ordered AirPod Pros, Uh and I signed up for an Amazon credit card to get $100 off, and I placed the order to the wrong address, and then I had to replace the order, and they said I couldn't do the same discount again. Are you serious? pissed me the fuck off. That would piss me off, too, yeah. I would have canceled the credit card, signed up for a different one. I don't know. That sounds like a lot of work. It's only 100 bucks. Well, and now you got a credit card. You can put it on. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. So, but yeah. So once I get that figured out, or we should have a video camera too. And uh, they can see things. your beautiful hair. I want to do a music video to the new uh, theme song. Yeah. Oh yeah. But let's let's not give away what it's going to be. Cut because, that out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Drinking buddies. Is it just me or is the drinking buddies intense? Way louder than everything else. <laughs> you guys say that it's not. I like the echo, too. Buddies. Buddies, buddies. This is the portion of the podcast where we choose the character <laughs> from the film that we would get irresponsibly shit-faced, fucked up, chivoed with. Fishnicked with. Fishnicked. Yes, uh, we get irresponsibly fishnicked. Fishnicked. We're getting blessed in the sacrament. Which is ironic because uh, Rabbi Tuckman is my Oh, that's a choice. good answer. That's a good answer. <laughs> yeah, because he's got all the wine for he's you. He's got all the wine, so... Also, shout out to the, it's funny where he's like, oh, I also, I, I have sacramental wine and Merle, or whatever it is. Mer. Mer. Yeah. Well, he's talking about fucking doing circumcisions, though. Oh, he's a moil. Moil. Yeah, moil. And uh, I don't fucking know Yiddish, but uh, it's like, <laughs> yeah, moil. It's like, the ladies love it. And they're like, oh, give me two of them. <laughs> right, and the go. sign on his tent says circumcision's half off. Uh, that's ah, funny. that's great. That's a, I didn't notice that. That's a funny joke. I take this little thing here, I take your little thing, and boom, snip the tip. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> I got to work with a younger. I got I to get a younger demographic. <laughs> I got to get a younger demographic. Um, well, since I know Robbie's not going to take him, I'm going to go with uh, a chew, Dave Chappelle. That's a good choice. Yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, he's got Nikes in the fucking Middle Ages, so what else does he have? Uh, with the pump. Yeah, with the pumps. I've been riding Blinking this whole podcast, so I'm going to continue oh, to do that, so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Whatever happened to those pump shoes, too, by the way? Very 90s. Very 90s very fad. Very 90s thing. I, I don't, always wanted some. I was always confused as to whether they actually did anything, and if so, what did it? they do? They just tightened to your feet. What is like, it? Aust- formed your feet. Yeah, Austin Powers has the one where he keeps pumping them up, and then they explode <laughs> in his face. Uh, I don't remember that part of Austin Powers. It's it's when he's in Las Vegas and by himself. He's just lost Vanessa. Oh, I do remember that. That was the first one. I was I, I was like the only pump scene I can remember is the Swedish and penis enlarger. Well, that's in the first one too. But yeah, <laughs> penis enlarger pump and me. It's definitely my bag, baby. This is not mine. <laughs> that's definitely not mine. Quickly, quickly. Okay, let's do Rotten Tomatoes over under. I will set the critics at a forty five percent. Under. Over. 40%. Seems, oh, shit. I think I saw these then. <laughs> that seems that seems a little low from the critics. I mean, it was it's better than that. I would think the critics would respect Mel Brooks. I think the critics go, oh, God, another goddamn parody. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Another Robin Hood movie. We just had to watch fucking Kevin Costner last year. Audience. Well, but that's why it was funny, in my opinion. It came out, I think, the same year. As oh, really? I think it was one year later. 
But I yes. thought it was 91. Maybe it was you 92. I think it's 93, actually. Okay, maybe you're right. I, I do think it's 93. I haven't, I've waited this long to say something, but. Well, hey, we have the internet. Let me look it up real quick. This is the real Buzz Lookup. Well, he's looking internet, stuff up. Motherfucker. Did you guys know that Kevin Costner refused to wear tights and that's why they made the song? Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't know that. I did yeah. not know that. That's funny. We're men in tights. Wearing uh, tight, tight tights. Yeah, he refused to wear Oh, I, f- I apologize. It was 1993. I wrote down 91. Hmm. Yeah, if you ever rewatch Prince of Thieves, he's in pants. I Well, I noticed that they weren't in tights because I was wondering, because I've seen this movie so much. And that makes so much more sense for Little John when he comes out of the thing. He's like, oh, you've got to be a man to wear tights. Yep. <laughs> That's how he got yep. goes in the song. How my seams. <laughs> Every time. Every time. We're men. Men, they men, for men in tights, tights, tights. Keenan, I didn't get this joke the first time I saw it, but when they're handing out all the equipment and Dave Chappelle breaks them out of the tights out of those eggs. Yeah, I, I still don't get the, the egg. It's the leg company. Le- it's it's L. They used to sell pantyhose E-T-G. and legs. Oh, or, okay. I'm sorry, and eggs. I said legs. Yeah, that's well, also. Com- it was the company. Just the pa- the packaging kind of looked like an egg, but it, the company is L apostrophe E G G leg. Okay. Le eggs. It's also funny at the start of that Blinken's like, prepare, get your stuff for the training montage. But you know, yeah. It's not montage, but like training scene or something like that. That was funny. But you know, you got to get your tights. <laughs> and then Mel Brooks Le egg. W- talking about having modern day stuff in there, the cans of like soup. And uh, it was like modern day cans on the uh, fucking horses heads or the knights heads that they joust against. You don't remember that? Uh, oh, I didn't. I guess I didn't realize that. Yeah, like they had the dummies on the horses that knock all the villagers off or whatever. But they have like fucking cans of like V eight tomato juice and stuff <laughs> like that on their head. I guess one character we didn't really talk about a lot, or maybe at all, was Broomhilda. Oh yeah, we should give her a shout out. Yeah, she, she was funny. She was pretty funny. Uh, some of her jokes didn't quite land, but for the most part, she was really good. The horse scene was funny where yeah. she was going to Fafa Google. <laughs> <laughs> Lady <laughs> Father Google, if I was you, I would not do that again. Uh she yeah, because her her whole mission through the whole movie was to keep Maid Marion a virgin until she was married. Yeah. Yeah. Maid married and up, 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 up. Yeah. That's funny. There's one <laughs> other part I liked with her. Where she fell on right Little now. John too. She's <laughs> she's like, Can I do anything for you? Yeah. You can get off me. I panicked. I panicked. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll go ahead and end the episode, I but suppose. We didn't, we didn't finish Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. Oh, yeah. We oh, what IMDb. was the IMDb? I didn't write well, it down. And you didn't do, we uh, didn't even do like, the people's choice of t- yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. We only did the critics. No, we did the people's. You guessed under and you were right. No, we didn't. No, the we, critics. we guessed critics 40%. That's all we got. Oh, oh, we didn't do people's. I'm sorry. Audience. I guess it, I thought we did. Audience, I will set at an 85%. I think I deterred you. Under. I'll say, I guess, under. 81%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. And IMDb was 7.3? 6.9. Was it again? 6.7. Oh. Was it? Yep. 6.7. Fuck. We had a string of 6.9s there for a while. I guess. <laughs> 69. Do we got to make that like a new requirement for the maybe, movie if we do it? Maybe we should just start up a secondary podcast, the 6.9 podcast. <laughs> we only do podcast or movies that are 6.9. That would be really, it's a really funny idea. The, the movie's <laughs> choices would be so limiting. Oh, it'd be super limited. Well, who knows? I don't fucking know. I mean, how would you even like, Google? You got Baywatch so far. That oh, was no, you can get on IMDb. Prince of Thieves. 
If you can, if you can go on IMDb and look up plot keywords for like masturbation, you should be able <laughs> to look up movies that are six point nine. So there's always a little number right below the six point or whatever the rating is on IMDb. It says one hundred and twelve thousand three hundred and sixty-eight. What does that mean? I think number that's, of reviews. Yeah, people that have done it. Oh, on IMDb. Duh, Rob. <laughs> oh, it even breaks down. Oh, that's cool. Gives you a little graphic graph. 11,757 people gave this a 10. Oh, nice. That's an impressive You ever number. go and read people's reviews? Yes. It's, it's funny it's as so shit. so funny. Because they take themselves so fucking seriously, man. I like, yeah, I, I like the ones that are, that don't, that are trying to be dicks, that are kind of trolling. I thought about doing that, but I've heard other podcasts that do that, and I didn't want to, like, rip off the idea. Like, reading other people's reviews. Yeah. Funny. Fuck other podcasts. Listen to this one. <laughs> Except for it can't best. be that bad. They're, those are good guys. Yeah, those guys are great. Go listen. It can't be that bad. After you listen to this one, though. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's uh, another edition of Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzz crew. We review the best of the worst for you. And Keenan, take us out. I was going to sing Maid Marian's song, but I feel like I shouldn't do that. We are the Real Buzz crew, and we review the best of the worst for you. This concludes our broadcast day. Where is the one? Oh, thank you.